You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California. The views on this show are not necessarily the views of KUCI, UCI, or its border regions. To learn more about this program or other programs on KUCI, log on to KUCI.org. My name is Anne. You're listening to Operation Community Stimulus. We have with us here in the studio a, a marriage and family therapist. Her name is Liz Santos. Thanks, Liz, for coming today. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> well, I'm excited to share the information that you have with our listeners. Great. Me too. Because I'm very big on professional help, and I think you probably fit into that category. Am I right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Could you share with our listeners a little bit maybe about, um, I, you know, maybe texting and dating? That seems to be, you know, something going on. A lot of texting right now, huh? Yes. I think it's definitely changing the way we date. And the way we get to know people and fall in love and be romantic. And I was just talking to somebody recently in their 20s dating, and they were worried they received a text. And it used to be, oh, I have a phone call. How many days do I wait to call back? And now with the instant texting, it's difficult. The question is, do I text back? Do I call? Do I post on the Facebook wall? What does this mean? You know, what is the meaning? So what kind of advice would you give? A, is this a young person that you're getting this, this uh, feedback yes, from? Yes, this is a friend in their 20s. Okay. Um, well, when, when we were just talking, I said, well, how about using the phone, giving him a call back, and then you can hear his voice. And, and she said, well, that might be too forward. It might mean that I'm too forward. So I thought that was interesting. Wow. And um, I do think something's missing if you don't have that emotional connection, that physical connection when in the room with somebody to know. And there was also a fear that maybe multiple texts were being sent out to other women, and this was just to see who would come back to them. Wow, I never thought about that. Was this a concern of, your, of the little friend? Who? Yes, yes. Huh. Boy, things have changed, huh? I, thi I think so. <laughs> and... Um, Wow. I, that, knowing yourself, why it's so important to know yourself, to know what to do next, to be comfortable with what you do next. So now, you have a practice, is that right? Yes. And your practice is located where? In Tustin. Okay. Maybe you could share your address and contact information, and then we'll get it again later. That um, sounds great. Um, it's 17821 East 17th Street, Suite 260 in Tustin. And you can always find all my information um, on my website at lsantos, S-A-N-T-O-S, therapy.com. And I have, um, you know, multiple ways you can reach me that way, too. So you've been practicing for how long? I have been licensed since 2005. Um, I have my background in crisis and my private practice for two years, and I also teach. So what do you teach? I instruct at the University of Phoenix, and I um, work in the counseling program with the students becoming therapists. Oh, wow. I love wow, it. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, my sister ran, and I uh, worked as a head nurse for a psychiatric hospital, mental hospital, for years. Okay. And, you know, it, it's sad that we have to have people like you. I'm sorry. <laughs> But it's not sad in a way, though, if you stop and think about it. I think just getting a well check doesn't hurt anybody, does it? No, and I, I think that's key, that if someone feels that something isn't going right mm -hmm, sure. and they have stress, <laughs> they need to talk to somebody. 
No, I, I read not too long ago that if you always agree with yourself and you think you're always right, then you definitely need a third party that's not you to, you know. It might be a sign that the growth is stopped or stuck. Wow. If there's no questioning going on about, well, you know, what's next for me or how, do, how does that affect how I'm feeling or thinking, sure. then eventually when it's time to grow again, the, the person does grow. So Really? If they, are, if they are ready to grow. But not always do they get ready to grow, do they? No. <laughs> That's sad, isn't it? I mean, it, it, it is. It's, it's really sad. So what do, what do you see the biggest need out there that, you know, what age do you primarily, I'm sure you have all ages that you, young, you know, what's the youngest person that you've ever helped? Well, I've seen anywhere from three up into 60s. Um, but for now, right now, it, it kind of goes into themes where you're seeing the same uh, same population. And right now, I'm seeing a lot of individual professionals, and they are balancing work and family. Wow. I remember that. <laughs> right. And it's something that anyone can relate uh, to. Yeah, and, right, and um, yeah. you know, everybody's human, and they all have their stuck place is what I think. I had a little system. I built houses when my kids were little, and they would get dropped off at school, and I would do my running, and then they would get picked up, and I would go back to work again, and they would go with me. So, But a lot of people can't take their kids to work, and they have to, you know, I'm sure, make other arrangements. Mm-hmm. What is your, um, do you see a lot of information about Facebook that maybe might be able to be, you know, informative for, for listeners? I mean, how, how does that work with young people? I mean, the youngest, are, there's supposed to be an age limit that's not supposed to be acceptable for Facebook. Is that right? Well, I think that um, adolescence, it just depends on the, on the person. It depends on how well they are um, supported in knowing themselves and involvement of the parents or whoever they're with, aunt, older aunt and uncle. Uh, Facebook, I think about it a lot. Uh, I think that people who have just basically been born into it and it's a regular way to communicate with people probably don't think about it as much as someone who didn't have it before. And what I see that uh, is positive is that people are connecting and sharing ideas. It's, it's amazing across the world. Things that I see that are negative, um, more if someone has to post constantly about what they're doing every moment, my, my worry is that they are not holding anything inside themselves. Is it kind of like too much texting, maybe? <laughs> it could be. It's a disconnect mm-hmm. with where you're at. Wow. That is is how I, I can see it. Well, I reconnected with high school friends that I haven't seen for 40 years. How was that? Facebook. That was just like incredible, incredible. So I, I have no, yeah, yeah, I was really glad that Facebook was around. So you had a great experience with I it. I did, I did, I did. And, and most people do. Uh-huh. Most people do. I, I just sometimes I think down the road we are, we'll see the effects of um, the constant saying what we're doing. Like I just got out of the shower type of comments that I wonder... Uh, you know, what else could be said there? You know, I've noticed that the courts and the legal system are going big time into mediation and into counseling. Are you, do you, have you, are you aware of that? Or how do you feel about professionals getting involved into the legal system? I think the legal system is always, it always comes into play um, with any kind of mental health issues because there are parents and children involved most of the time. 
And so, um, for best examples, divorce, where we need both mental health professionals and we also need legal sure. um, intervention. So, in order to help the families, by combining that, so it's, a, it's a good idea. They can solve right. some issues while solving their legal problems at the same time. Well, I've been seeing counselors since my uh, 30-year-old son was a few months old. And, and if, you, if I ever have a question about anything, I'm really big on reaching out. Because mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, I think getting a third party that's not attached to you to just say, oh, you're okay, or you know what, you, you know, your thing is okay, you got a well check, you know. We do it to our cars, we get well checks on our cars, so why not on our brains? <laughs> right, it's, it's not the same as a friend, so. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, do you find that you have a lot of friends that approach you? When I built houses, I had a lot of friends approach me with my construction, so. I oh, I bet. It's the same for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the beginning, but, um. I, I really, I think it's important for me to have my life and my friends and my family and my fun. Sure. And I'm not all one thing like anybody else. And I made sure that I was continuing to be myself. And I think, you know, even in the, in the counseling room, I strive to be myself. Um, not, not that I share about myself, but to be myself. Because oh, that, wow. that personal relationship is the most important thing. So I don't want to lose those relationships that are my friends, so I really kept a, a distance there. <laughs> That's yeah, that that makes sense. No, I do believe. I think that everybody at one time or another in their life should at least. I mean, it might not go anywhere, but it definitely won't go anywhere if you don't try, will it? Right. Exactly. Um, what about? Uh, have you ever dealt with any of the teenagers that are, are pregnancy? T you know, I, I've uh, interviewed a, an organization that does that. Have you ever had any experiences with that? You know, I um, I've worked with teenagers who have had some trauma and had had pregnancies that have been terminated before I've met with them um, years ago. I haven't worked directly with teenage pregnancies. I have worked in a, a high school that had a program with um, teenage girls and it really is why I wanted to go into this mm -hmm. field is because I would go to schools and uh, work as a teacher's aide or just to I thought I was going in the teacher direction and I found that I was really more interested in how they were feeling and what they were thinking. Do you, so. find, do you find that a lot of the problems that people have that usually you can see something from parent to child or from, from maybe not I don't, I don't know if it's coming from I, I I think that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, is right. that's a right, <laughs> right. Well, DNA. I, I, am a, I am trained as a family therapist, okay. so I, I was taught to look at things in a system, you know, family way, mm -hmm. and um, I, I know that blame is never the way to go, but definitely parents pass things on to their kids, so... Unintentionally. Unintentionally, Absolutely. and a lot of times even it could be that someone had worked through something, and they were on their way, and then they have a family, they have children, and, and anxieties can come back. It brings back things that happened when they were younger that they weren't really even aware of. And we don't remember when we were two wow. or three. Right. So they, they can get these physical reactions about different things. Mm -hmm. And it's really a, um, a surprise to some. So it can surface if it's if it's if it's if it's not dealt with. Is that is that what you mean? If it's dealt with, well, it's less likely, maybe less likely. But I think for you know for everyone, even if it isn't something that you need to see a professional for, it things definitely do come back to the surface of parenting and mm -hmm. and being aware of of how you're parenting. 
I have a dear friend that, that went to see a counselor and, and for her daughter. Her, she was having issues with her daughter, and she said, you know what, I learned a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. And that, that was kind of exciting for me. And, and then I, I met another lady this past week that said that uh, she went with her husband for counseling and that, uh, come to find out, I had all sorts of issues. I'm like, wow, how awesome that you realize that. <laughs> and, you know, I do really like to work with parents because if, uh, as parents, we can handle our stress and see things clearly with our children, we find that we're much happier with ourselves and children are much happier in the family. I love it. I love it. They really sense it. They say a wise man, I think King Solomon said a wise man will seek counsel. Right. So, I mean, just getting a well check, I mean, it, it certainly, I mean, I, I like to get one every now and then. <laughs> but now, what about your, um, do you see your practice? Are you, um, how long have you been in this location? Or is this a new location for you? This has been a year now, mm -hmm. and I share the office with a group, and I'm there on Saturdays primarily. Okay. I like to go in and just be available on that day when a lot of people are not working or not in school. That's nice, though, because it's hard to find somebody that will work on a Saturday. So what about your... Um, um, your schooling at Phoenix, do you, do you do, is this something that you do out of your house or do you have to go into a, a classroom to teach or how does that work? No, I go in, I go into a classroom and I, I teach. Okay. So. Is it a local? Is it, I'm, I'm sure. There are many local. campuses, but I, okay. I'm around, I teach in my, um, in my area and, and you can go to any, any place. I think what I've really learned, you know, we were talking about children before and how people think they're going to teach their children so much. And people think teachers are just going to teach them so much. And I think in both instances, really, we have more to learn. And parents find that if they just calm down a little, that that person that was brought there has so much to teach them. And I find whenever I'm in any kind of teaching place, I learn so much. Um, and, and, you know, not... I don't ever think I want to consider myself an expert because then I feel that I maybe have made a mistake. I like the other, other people to be the expert of their no, home. No, I, I think that's really so true because I think, I think that you can put one person into a classroom and everybody can learn but that one or one person can learn and nobody else can learn. It, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, what you, it's what you make of it, I guess. It always is what yeah, you make yeah, of, yeah. of it. I've learned more from my children than anything I've ever learned in my life, period. And I think that's, I, and grandchildren, I mean, and children, period. Oh, nice. I mean, I, I think that if you want to learn something, you don't have to go to school for it. It's, you know, it's nice to get the degrees, but you can learn anywhere you want to learn, I think. Yes, I think the experience of, of what I do um, after the education, which was great for me, um, I, the experience really just taught me so much about how to be in a room with someone and, and focus. And where are you from? Where were you born? Give us a little history okay. on where you came from and your schooling and sure. the home Great. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm the youngest of 11 children, which is part of what I feel really um, helped me understand that everybody's different and mm -hmm. we need to be tolerant and understanding. And my parents, um, they've been married over 50 years and they moved from the Midwest to California and never looked back. So I thank them for that. Uh, I went to, um, I have a creative writing background. 
I like to write and read, and I went to San Diego State, and then my master's is from Chapman University. Oh, what a great school. Both of them are really so, great. Yeah. Yeah, and, and different. You know, San Diego was a lot of people, a lot of social, mm-hmm. um, different things I can do there. Chapman, I knew what I wanted, and I just, I focused. It was quieter. I was older. And so uh, I think that as we develop as adults, and we can look back and see, oh, I see where I was, and it, it's nice. My niece is working on her master's in nursing, and my sister at six. 60 is where, you know, her master's in nursing as well. So That's wonderful. And she just wants to get it before she retires. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's, it's nice that you went ahead and went all the way once you started. Well, and I think, you know, anyone who is in their ed- going for their education right now with um, the, the, the knowledge that our economy isn't at its best, they are, they are the true scholars of today. You know, they are going for their interests, mm-hmm. and they are um, going to be our innovators. Oh, that make that yeah, because this co- economy certainly has not been kind to a lot of people, has it? No. Have you had a lot of issues come in with the with the concern with the income concerns, or do you see that in your practice at all? Well, right now, um, who I'm seeing, um, if I if I do see somebody at a lower rate, it, they're students. Mm-hmm. So that's probably where my mind is now mm-hmm. with that. Otherwise, um, there are people who are doing well, okay. and they're there to talk about. Uh, something that they might be going through uh, with their family or their health. Sure. So a, a different time mm-hmm. for, you know, therapists for every person and a different a different time for every population. Well, I think that's fabulous, though, that you, well, you know, you were the, you've got a little bit of Midwestern roots, but you weren't born in there, you know. No, right. You, right, but still you've got the connection through your parents, you know. Yes. I think being, uh, having, having a combination, I'm sure you've watched them work very hard over the years. <laughs> They're very hard workers, and um, I'm, I know that that has been just a big value for my family to work hard. And that that is really what is, always pays off, whether it's financially sure. or emotionally or um, with your marriage. And, you know, a great example, you know, for everybody. Sometimes I feel our work ethic that we develop from the Midwest is caused from um, shoveling snow. Right, and the farm <laughs> and the farmers mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm, corn huskers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm uh, so. Did you shovel a lot of snow in your? youth <laughs> i shoveled a ton of snow right. in my youth and you don't shovel it with your arms you have to have some guts to shovel snow <laughs> it's good good exercise it is as a matter of fact yeah. i built a, a six level home up in the mountains and in 2000 i got rid of it because i said i did not move to california to shovel snow <laughs> i definitely think that it, we are very we're different here in california mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we have more time to sit and think about things um I, probably if i was raised somewhere where i had to shovel snow it would be a different story I think we're very blessed here because this melting pot here consists of so many different people, doesn't it? Yes, yes. I mean, we have people from all over the world here and, and all the different, you know, I mean, somebody said, well, they should get somebody from a company that speaks this language or that language. I'm like, that would be hard to find one size fits all around here. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, do you speak any other languages? I don't. I don't. I um, wish I did, but I don't either. <laughs> I don't. So that's uh, that was one thing I was thinking of working on in my growth. Oh, good luck <laughs> on my that. Hur- my hurdle. <laughs> I'm working on a growth now because I'm taking a, co- a class myself for, for, my, for my contractor's license. And that, to me, is a different language nowadays than it was when I did it 20 years ago. Well, things definitely <laughs> change. And um, like with anything, you look back and say that 
uh, as time passes, then you can see where uh, where things weren't maybe what you thought they were. Exactly. No, nothing. Nothing is like you know. It, it's different one day than if you look at it. If you go and revisit it, you know, another day. Um, I, I mean, I just think everybody should do a little bit of soul searching. See, this is where, you know, revisit it again. It doesn't hurt anything. Absolutely. So now, do all your brothers and sisters live in Southern California now? Um, no, we all live in different different places. And, um, wh- you know, what I, what I really got from that is that it's good to set your path. You know, it's okay to set your path. And that's the culture I was brought up in. Now, you know, where we live, there are many different ideas. And some people stay at home until they're adults or until they're married. And, uh, you know, going to school around here and um, their friends are different. And so they really have to learn how to manage that. Sure. Do you find, though, that people want to go to... um, um want to stay stay close to their families like whenever you have you know your cut your people that you that you help do you find that they that they're as spirited about getting away or is there issues with leaving their families you know when they get well i know that there's there's uh, some stress you know i've talked to students where they felt some a little embarrassment about talking about how they live at home and they're adults Uh, but i was also thinking that in in this economy many people are moving back home Mm-hmm. Um, I know a few people that after they were married move home so they can save for their cost of living so they can stay in California. So I'm thinking that it, we may all find a lot more in common with that now. Sure. Um, and it could be that we're going to bring some families closer together by putting the um, money aside when mm. it comes to thinking of success for everybody. Wouldn't that be great? Yes. <laughs> well, I, it might bring something we don't, you know, we don't expect. Well, Liz, it's been really nice to have you here today, and I'd like for you to give us your contact information one more time so that our listeners know exactly how to, you know, okay. the best way to reach you. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, well, my uh, phone that is a confidential voicemail is 949-379-8619, and I'm in Tustin, and I'm going to give you my um, website, L Santos S-A-N-T-O-S, therapy, T-H-E-R-A-P-Y dot com. And I'm in Tustin, and you can also find me on Linked. So if you just want to put my name in there, Liz Santos, MFT, Tustin, I will pop up and you can see my public profile. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California. The views on this show are not necessarily the views of KUCI. UCI are its border regents. To learn more about our programs, please log on to KUCI.org. Thanks again. I see trees of green, red roses too, I see them blue for me and you, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world.